0: Joanna, Nancy, can you kind of press into that a little bit, especially from a female perspective? Because I know specifically, Joanna, that's one of your major work fields is with with women, right? So uh, you both brought something powerful. If you can just elaborate on that a little bit, I'd love it.
1: Yeah, Nancy, you and I are like twins. I think we had the same life. Yeah, (laughs) so similar.
2: We definitely need to connect and talk um, outside of the show, please.
1: Yeah, very similar. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life.
0: Dad, I can't see it right now, but if we are, hello everybody on LinkedIn and Facebook and everybody out there in Matt Chat Live land. It is Wednesday and it is our new time slot. Wednesday is 5 p.m. Eastern, that's 2 p.m. Pacific. And for all of our friends in Australia, good morning. It's Thursday. We're speaking to you in the future! Right? We're like, so good, we broadcast to the future. I love it. Nine o'clock in the morning in Australia. So happy, so happy to see y'all. Switching, we have some neat things, hopefully all gonna work on today's episode. We got some fun things for you. Uh, Some great guests, Joanna Vargas. We're gonna talk about some stuff that is mind-blowing. Like, we just had a great time for the past 30 minutes trying to get this show to go today. Take it away!
1: I got my MTV shirt on, and I'm excited to journal with you on this beautiful love day. What can you love today? What things can you love? What people can you love? On the calendar, I love white space. I love having a Saturday where I'm done, when I'm teaching at 11 a.m., 12 p.m., and I have the rest of the day to do whatever I wish. If I feel like sitting on the couch, if I feel like working on the computer all day, if I feel like going for a walk, if I feel like going to a friend's house, whatever it is, it's my choice that day, and I'm not dictated by my calendar. Welcome girls to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. Wow! I
0: want my dream life. I want my dream life. Yeah, look at that. There she is, Miss Joanna Vargas is here with us today. I'm so glad. Hey, we got a little video thing going on right now, but you know it's all right. We got Joanna on the show now. I'm super excited. You're more important than what gets naked right now. We'll go back to that later. I oh, want to yeah, know right. about you, girl. Like you said, you said you're my girl.
1: You're like, my girl. You gotta say it like that with like you're a little, my girl. Like, like, my girl. Girl. like it's girl. G.
0: G-U-R-L-L-L. You my girl.
1: Did Elio make that? Because that was badass. Helio
0: <laughs> is awesome, isn't he? He's yeah. so good. He's yep. so... <laughs> I, love You're hired. I love it. I love it.
1: Just call yeah, me around and take videos of me all we'll, day. I that. Like that. <laughs> will send you that
0: video. You can you can have that video for later. I hope you hope you dig it a lot. Please. So I'm so glad to have you here, Joanna. We had a great chance to to hook up and meet on uh, on Clubhouse. I think it was Clubhouse we met, right? Was it Clubhouse <laughs> yeah. or somewhere else?
1: We were talking, Matt. We had like a little intro call.
0: We did. We did have a little thing going on. We little talk talk. Right,
1: we gotta be Clubhouse right. too. We'll do
0: that. That's right. We just social people, and we socially engaged. And I'm so glad I did because, man, Joanna, you're an incredible person, and you've been able to do so many freaking incredible things over the years. Matter of fact, you said freaking, so I know that you're definitely from the '80s because I say freaking all the time. Well, so so you say freaking. I think you said freaking in the intro I just had, right? Yeah. It yep, I I love it.
2: That's,
3: that's, that's geez, my word.
0: I it's your word. It's my word. It's, it's, it's our word, girl.
1: <laughs> our word. I'm bringing it
0: back. So, you're bringing it back. We bring it, we bring it freaking back. <laughs> I think I think when Brian comes on, you'll find out about freaking We're a little bit. He back. can do some freaking. freaking he can do back. some freaking dancing. Now talk about dancing, like like that's whole thing with with Brian when he come up a little bit, right? He's got this whole socially socially so, dancing yeah. thing, so socially distance thing. And Joanna, you're like a straight up dancer, like. You've been dancing for a long time. You actually had yeah, your own yeah. studio, right? So, I mean, obviously you're 25 years old right now. So I don't know how it was possible for you to start back when you did.
2: I started yes. when I was three, my, my business. I know.
0: She was some else at three years old, let me tell you what. She's an incredible gal. So why don't you just give us a chance for folks to meet Joanna a bit. Start with us a little bit back from some of those times uh, when, you were, when you were growing up. Because sometimes, you know, one of the questions you and I talked about off screen before the shows were, you know, who is Joanna? What did you do? Do you always want to just be this social gal? Are you, are you a physical fitness person? Are you a dancer? I mean, what is all that stuff, right? So uh, when you were a kid, you didn't grow up and say, I want to be a person who does podcasts and on-air personality and do physical fitness stuff the rest of my life. That wasn't that wasn't you, right? It started off completely different. So tell us a bit about that story, if you wouldn't mind.
1: Well, I did grow up. I wanted to be J-Lo before she was J-Lo. Back in the 90s, I straight up wanted to be Selena and Jennifer Lopez, and that was my goal. But going back to when I was a little girl, shout out to all the kids out there that think that they're just, that they don't fit in, that they're just weird. That was me, but back in the '80s, you know, it wasn't as cool as it is now to be an entrepreneur. So I was really that girl that was so different and did not fit in. And so I went to college. I went to UC Santa Barbara. Shout out to Santa Barbara, but I hated it. I hated college. I just cried. Shout out to the school that I hated. <laughs> everybody there that I hated, but it's the shout out to all the people that were trying to mimic and be like everybody else and fit in to a world where they just did not they were the visionaries. And that's who I was. I was a visionary trying to be like everybody else. So I did college for two quarters and I cried every day and begged my mom and go, I'm out of here. And I picked up everything. I picked up my dorm and I moved out early. And everybody looked at me like I was crazy. Like you got into a UC, you're leaving. And I'm like, I'm out of here. This was in 95. And my mom said, if you leave, I'm going to cut you off. Like you're on your own now. And it was the Mm. greatest gift that I ever got. And from there, you know, I got a dance agent. I was auditioning and realized, Matt, that I hated Hollywood. Like, I'm like, this is not for me. I'm a teacher. I'm the visionary. I just, I'm not here to do auditions. It just wasn't me. Not that it's right or wrong, right? It just wasn't for me. So I love Matt when, you know, I go to a buffet in life, meaning like try everything. I had so many mm. jobs, so many things, and I discovered that I love to teach dance. So a couple of years later, after that, I opened up my dance studio without one hour of business training. I had nothing but just life skills. Like I call So you're I was- a dancer,
0: passionate about dancing, you're ready to do your thing. But hindsight, you didn't have the creds to just go ahead and do all the like your books and your marketing plan and your and taxes and right I didn't all that even know what
1: Chanel meant you know what I mean <laughs> I don't even yeah, know what yeah. that's good for like that learning all that kind of stuff but I knew street smarts Matt it was like I call myself the Jay-Z of dance like I just figured it out but I knew how to hustle and I knew how to get people places but it was all the infrastructure that learned how to do that so that's a little bit about me from there
0: Yeah, that's amazing. So you're doing this dance thing. You realize how old were you when you made the decision to say, I'm not doing this. I'm willing to give up. I'm willing to give up my my support from mom and and getting through this college thing. i to do my own thing. How old was that? I just turned
1: 18. Mm hmm. So I went to school when I was 17. I was a young freshman in college and then just turned 18. That was such a gift because I learned how to stand on my own two feet early on.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's something else too. So you had the dance studio for for 10 years, that if I recall correctly, yep. it was about a 10 year ride. So what what started happening in your life in that 10 year period? In your passion of doing dance, you loved dance, you love to work with all the people that you were you were working with, but then it started coming to a close, right? And this is pre-COVID. So yeah. what was going on that that caused this close down?
1: Matt, great question. I worked 365 days a year. And I know that's so cliche. And I but I did literally Christmas. It didn't matter. I slept there. I was there every single day. And I was burning the candle at both ends. And I made myself so sick, so ill. And I had bronchitis for a year. I mean, that's I was like walking pneumonia. I was just so stressed out. And I sold it to somebody and literally walked in, told my staff within 30 seconds. And I said, I've sold the business to this guy, buy him out. And I
0: thought, that must have been a fun day.
1: It was fun, but then also not so kind to my staff. That's right what I'm now saying, that, that would have been fast, rough. It was very rough. And now looking like, dang, I'm so apologetic. But I was sold to the end that I just, I had no way out. And that was the only way that I knew how to do it at that moment. And I was, you know, in my early, early thirties and I was still developing. I had never really been, it was always like a business owner. I had no like breathing time. So I used that time after I sold it to just breathe for like one year. And I did a lot of self-development in that year.
0: That's amazing. So the one year is up, 10 years has passed and you moved to the next level. What was that?
1: The next thing I knew I was going to, open a new brick and mortar business and I really wanted it to be easy not easy easeful very simple so I opened up a fitness studio and in between there I was also doing other side businesses side gigs and things of that nature but I knew that I didn't want the stress everything was on an app there was no front desk and so I didn't have to be there and the business can run itself and so that mm-hmm. I opened up a fitness studio. And I had that for eight years and just closed it recently, you know, due to the pandemic and a few, you know, other things. I was just ready. I was done with that.
0: Yeah. 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 Which is amazing. So you've got a lot of experience during those periods of time. So let's back up to uh, let's back up to the girl, little girl who's going through high school, doing her thing. She's a dancer having a blast. Right. And then she goes to do in the school and says, I'm done. I want to do this. So you've been through several different phases in your life. um, And, Obviously, you're not 25 anymore, but through those periods of time and the years and experiences of things you've been able to acquire in your life to where you're at now, and you've done some things now where you're launching a lot of things that you do on on Instagram, you're getting active on Clubhouse, you're speaking to a lot of people, and you're working in the, still in, in the physical area, you're doing physical fitness stuff and training uh, with what you do through uh, through your, your um, Instagram profile, right, that I've seen before, and you do stuff LinkedIn other places as well. So what's that look for you? What's that look like now for you in your life with all the things you've been through, all the changes that you've made? Because obviously with COVID and things that have happened uh, in 2020 in people's lives, there's been a lot of, of change. There's been a lot of directional things that have had to, to move in people's lives. A lot of places where they've had to say, I guess I'm just going to give up, right? But the entrepreneur in you in Joanna and most people that are going through these types of things in life, uh, there is not a the end, There may be a spot. You had a one year break. Right. I've done that myself for for one year, too. I did a thing. It was a one year. I couldn't last past a year because I was about to pop. I just could have to do something. Right. Um, So then what's that now for you, Joanna? What's this next whatever phase that could be till till the cows come home or three years now? Who knows? But I mean, what's that look like for you?
1: So good. What a gift that the pandemic was for me because I needed something to like knock it down. I needed everything to just be knocked down to the ground for me to restart. And I've had so many restarts. I'd probably say three or four. Right. But this one was completely different. And the biggest difference, Matt, is that I've never grown my own brand. I've always hid behind businesses. I could build a business. I've built a music festival, a 5k run, you know, thousands and thousands of people. I'm really good at that. Yet I hide and I can walk in my own business when people don't know that I'm the owner. And I liked that. I liked being able to do this in case I got, you know, a not so kind Yelp review. And here's (laughs) the difference now. it scared the living like crap out of me to create my own brand. And I was marinating and just paralyzed to start my podcast my podcast i was going to start in 2016 it took me oh the pandemic because that's how fearful i was to put my face out there and i'm like i don't have fear. i've built so many businesses girl but what i realized and what was forefront for me was that it was me being the face and i did some clearing i had to really move through that and really i guess admit that I was fearful to put my face out there and to build me, to be yeah. the brand and to tell my stories, Matt. Like, are you gonna tell your stories, Joanna? And get real raw and get real. So every year, Matt, I choose a word. I got my little, my intent bracelet. And last year, my word was real. And this was before COVID. And I did, I my number one thing was, I'm gonna tell my stories. And I started telling my stories and I started going live and just telling my stories. And I needed to build that muscle to really crack open. And it's taken me about a year and a half to crack open for real. And the DMs Mm -hmm. I get, people are like, oh my gosh, the stuff that you share. And I'm like, this is barely scratching the surface. But I was hiding Matt for many, many, many years.
0: Gosh, you know, I tell you what, Joanna, that resonates with so many people, and I want to come back in just a second, Ilio. If we can pull up that uh, Wisdom Wednesday segment on "Let's Get Naked," because this segues right into uh, our show that we're doing tonight, and then I want to bring Brian in here. Uh, he and Nancy have been so graciously waiting in the in the, the green room, in the Zoom room, waiting for us to zoom, zoom them up in here. But we'll do that in a second. So, Joanna, we'll come right back to you and them in just a moment. Uh, we'll come right back after this thing about naked. Let's get naked. <laughs>
2: Is not that the show
3: for for Brian right now?
0: <laughs> no, you know that's the one. That's the uh, the Wisdom Wednesday file that says "Let's Get Naked." That's the commercial for for "Let's Get Naked." We're live, folks.
1: Yes, that's what happened backstage. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah, well
1: we well we don't have right that right now, but we can share the Brian uh, celebration. That you yeah, want it's to in see.
0: the it's in the folder for today, bro. That's all right. We'll skip it. Maybe you'll find it later while we're talking. It's the one we looked at earlier today. So, so let's do this. We'll we'll just segue right into bringing Brian, and we'll come back to that video in a second. But before Brian comes in, jump, pull up his graphic for me, Ilio, so we can show folks what's coming up for this Saturday, and uh really what happened today is a chance for folks to celebrate. Can you imagine this? It's 150, 150 episodes, right, Brian? We're gonna find out in a second on Saturdays, right? So it's not 150 uh shows, right? It's 150 Saturdays. I think this is what it is. Yeah, okay, I see them off screen. It's 150 Saturdays, y'all. We're not talking about like it's 150th show. 150 Saturdays. That's a lot of freaking Saturdays. That's a lot of Saturdays. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, coming up March 13th, uh, 9 o'clock in the morning Pacific time which is uh, a little bit of time for us to sleep in here on the East Coast, which is much nicer. Thank you, Brian, for that. That gives us maybe like nine, 10, 11, it's 12 o'clock here uh, in noontime, lunchtime in the, in the East Coast. So let's bring to the screen, Brian, showman, my buddy, Brian, if we can pull him up and we'll say hello. There he is, what's up, Brian? Yeah, what's
3: going on, brother? It's great to see your face.
0: Man, it's good to see you too. You yeah, got- I
3: love, I love Joanna's story. I'm so glad that she is coming out from behind the lens and uh, finding her voice and voicing her vibe is awesome.
0: Yeah, man. Talk about coming from behind the lens, Mr. LinkedIn lens right there. You got something going on there. So Brian, man, tell us a little bit about what's happening this weekend. This is amazing.
3: Yeah, it's super exciting, man. It is actually a really exciting week, by the way, because today was actually episode 150. That's 150 weeks of What's Good Wednesday live uh, on LinkedIn. And the same thing for shout out Saturday and I picked Saturday because we will have four hours on Saturday to do this. Four hours is the amount of time you can go live on LinkedIn. I've been on LinkedIn every day for the last 17 years and I'm playing this LinkedIn live. And I just last weekend after episode 149, I had this crazy idea and I told my producer, Tim who's unable to join us today because he's on another show. I said, I've got a wacky idea. What if we got 150 guests? in four hours on the show. It's never been done before. I don't even know if it's been done at all. But it's never been done on LinkedIn, that's for sure. And uh, it is a feat in itself, if you can imagine, just the coordination and the back end alone uh, that we've been doing in the last, well, I can't keep track, four days or what have you. Uh, it's It's incredible. And the outpouring of people that are like, I'm so humbled, I'm so honored, I can't wait to be there. You know, we're literally making history. We're gonna break the internet. It's gonna be amazing. Uh, we've got lots of incredible surprises. And
0: uh, yeah, it's just- it's, All right, so Brian, uh, give us a sneak peek real quick. Uh, what's what's one little tidbit of of juicy thing you can give out that's gonna happen on Saturday?
3: Yeah, well, again, you'll probably see some awesome different kinds of fun filters happening on the show. But uh, you're going to be hearing from people about uh, who they want to share love and gratitude for in their lives this last week that made a positive impact. You're going to hear about favorite TV, uh, favorite cartoons growing up as a kid, favorite serial oh, growing up as a kid. Oh, we bring Saturday morning cartoons back on this show. So it. anyone funny. that grew up in the 80s and you loved waking up in the morning and seeing your Saturday morning cartoons. Well, yeah, you can pretty much figure that uh, if you show up, you're gonna see some different kinds of fun happening with uh, with Saturday morning cartoons of all different kinds of filters and funness. You just never know <laughs> what might happen. But I will tell you this: you are not
0: want to miss it. We're gonna have a blast, together. dude. That's really that was very appealing right there. I'm telling you right now.
1: Wait, and then the cartoons would go into Soul Train. Who remembers Soul that? Girl, Soul Train. Yeah, Soul yeah girl, train. girl, I remember that.
0: <laughs> Soul, Soul train. train. I could never dance like that. I'm just telling you right now. I I was I was never that good. <laughs> I tried. In my mind, I looked that good, but it didn't happen. Didn't happen. Joanna, what was your favorite cartoon back in that period of time?
1: I loved Ninja Turtles and I love Smurfs. Love those Smurfs. Yeah, I would watch them before I went to school too in the morning, seven a.m.
0: What was he, what, what what did you like the most, Brian?
3: Yeah, I mean, I I had so many cartoons that I watched because I was really into cartoons, but uh, I definitely I definitely watched the Smurfs. I was a huge I was a a huge fan of the Smurfs, and uh, I loved Scooby Doo and. That was oh cool. man, I had so many. Uh, we bring a lot of those
0: folks out during the show. Really good time. Oh, that was really good. <laughs> Look at Mr. Smurf; he's so good. Well, there's there's somebody else with you there. <laughs> oh, there's somebody else with you there. Here too, Brian? Who you got with this? Nancy, I think, is with you, right? Nancy, can you say hi to everybody? Hey everyone!
2: Yeah, I'm here with
0: them as always. Awesome, Nancy. Yeah. Tell us, tell us a little bit about you. What's going on with Nancy?
2: going on with Nancy. My nine to five is a speech language pathologist, but on LinkedIn, um, similar to Joanna, I've been telling my story. So I've been out there, you know, on as many shows as I can and and the shows that I am a co-host on, letting people know that it's okay to be all of you, that we need to talk about these difficult Topics and that taboo won't do, and that we need to start changing the narrative on so many things. And in doing that, we have to allow ourselves to be uncomfortable because that's where change happens, that's where the growth happens. And so, yeah, I've been out there, you know, I have a significant history of childhood trauma, I had an eating disorder, I dropped out of college. I, gosh, I mean, major depression uh, throughout my life Major episodes uh divorced eventually just you know life life happened life happened
0: and nancy i'm just thinking a minute ago that joanna brought up the fact that she was just it took her like four years to get to the point where she could actually show her face and do the podcast that she's got on right now this fear that she had right so i mean can y'all chit-chat back and forth about that? Because I'm thinking with the show that I do called Let's Get Naked, it's this place where, where we have a chance for folks that are in the social media world like us that live doing stuff, you know, our content, people we talk to, things we do during a period of day. But then there's this imposter syndrome, fear, doubt, um, insufficiency, um, there's this manipulation side versus influencer side. There's all these things that we have to go through. For example, it could be like, maybe I do a show here, I'm doing okay. I think it was great, but then I look and see Brian. Well, how come Brian just had 10,000 views? I just did the same work Brian did and I got 300 people. That's not fair. What's up? I'm I'm just mm-hmm. as good as Brian, right? You get this kind of stuff that happens behind the scenes that most people don't want to talk about. And that's what we talk about at Let's Get Naked, but backing up to what this conversation was, Joanna, and Nancy, can you kind of press into that a little bit, especially from a from the female perspective, because I know specifically one. when I mean, that's one of your major work fields is with with women, right? So uh, you both brought up something powerful. If you can just elaborate on that a little bit, I'd love it,
1: yeah, Nancy, you and I are like twins. I think we had the same life. Yeah, <laughs> so similar.
2: We definitely need to connect and talk um, outside of the show, please.
1: Yeah, very similar. You know, I had uh, I, I was just having a conversation with some other girlfriends. And I literally, up 40-something plus years, I thought that everybody wanted to die. I thought that everybody wanted to commit suicide. Until I'm talking to more women and they're like, I've never thought of that. I'm like, you've never thought of dying? I thought that was so normal. And having these conversations. And they're like, you've wanted to kill yourself? I'm like, yeah, doesn't everybody? I mean, how many years that these, these conversations were not being had Right? So interesting. And then really looking back as a young girl, and this is in my experience, and I wonder for you, Nancy, my um, abilities and my worth was always on how pretty I was. Walking into a room being three years old, four years old, five years old, as soon as you walk in as a cute little girl in a dress... As soon as the adults say, you're so cute, you're so pretty, then you get a check mark. I got a check mark. I got a check mark. And the years when it, I stopped walking into a room and going, you're so cute, I started to go negative, negative, negative. So everything was around that. And I wonder to other women, I bring this up, I'm like, did you have that or was that just my family? It was you really walked in and you were looking for that.
2: I think it's not just your family. I think it's societal. You know, I talk with lots of parents all the time and teachers and educators, you know, let's praise for something other than the outside. I love your effort. I love how you creatively attack this problem. What a beautiful solution your brain came up with, right? We're so much more than our outsides, and mine is a little bit Sorry, My is a little bit different in that my childhood trauma, and I will give the disclaimer because it is hard to hear. So your audience receive it. You guys receive it. Um, i not being insulted by any response, um, whether it's disgust or discomfort or curiosity. But I was sexually abused by my grandfather until I was 16 years old. Mm. And so I never wanted to be acknowledged for my appearance. I, ne- I didn't never want to be noticed, but I never wanted to be acknowledged for my appearance. And my self-worth very much was was because I was told about my appearance and because of my experience I started to hate myself for being the pretty girl um you know for I still like to this day I still have to sometimes apologize to people at least I don't have to I find myself apologizing to people because they'll look at me eating ice cream and they'll say something like what can you eat whatever you want and I'll say you know like I feel like I have to say yeah, like I have to apologize, you know, and then people are mad at me that I'm thin and can eat everything I want. You know, like there's no winning um unless you change the mindset, both within ourselves and again in our communities. Talk about this. You said your friends didn't know. I didn't I didn't know what was, that nobody else was being sexually abused. I gave myself a report card and my divorce and decided I was failing. Even though I had plenty of women around me who had gone through divorce, they hadn't shown the real realness of their journey, right? We tend to put out what looks good, what we want, how we want to be seen. And so I thought, wow, I'm struggling through this. I'm ugly and snotty and crying, and I'm not going to work today. Uh, I'm failing at divorce, right? Because I didn't see the real version of what happened.
0: Because so many like, people what? are hiding those That's places, I would say, right, Nancy? So some people are just so afraid to say what those things are because of the fear of what somebody else is going to think or say, that the reality is when you finally actually say it, I, I can only think for me as a singer. I've been a singer for so many years. And before I really started singing, right, I had this, I call what's the shower voice and your safe voice. And I would sing, you know, uh, I can just do singing, whatever. No big deal. Nothing special. But my shower voice that I would let nobody see, that I'd be belting out outside the shower. Nobody saw that one. And I'm scared to death for you to see the shower voice. It wasn't until I finally did this, came to the stage and said, today's the day. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to use my shower voice. And I did it. Holy cow, it was amazing. The cold opposite of what I was expecting. People actually dug it, loved it, and it turned into something completely different from me because I took the steps to do it, right? So in that case, would you think that there's so many women out there and guys, I mean, there's a lot of guys suffering too. I know exactly some things that are going like that in men's lives as well. That if we just take a moment to express and share something with somebody, you don't have to build on a bulletin board and go tell the whole world necessarily. Well, you start with one or two people. Don't you think that can make a difference?
2: Absolutely, I think it makes a huge difference. You don't have to be doing it the way Joanna and I are. So publicly sharing our stories to to people we know, but perfect strangers as well. You can start by talking to one person in your life. And I have found along the way, I've actually not had any negative feedback, probably by my tongue. What I've had are people who feel relieved because they thought they were the only one for people who, you know, breathe a little easier. I've had women come to me and say, "I've never through my damn, I've, I've never told anyone." And and seeing you say it, I, I, you know, I can't believe that, you know, I've never told anyone. And I don't know, Joanna, you're, you know, you've got your own experiences. I know there's topics, you know, I'm sure that you have put out there into the world. But that's my thing. Like what you taboo won't do. It's just not. It's we can't accept that we're just uncomfortable. So we're not going to do it. One of my biggest frustrations in the world of sexual abuse is that nothing's changed. I'm 48 years old. It came out that I was being abused when I was 16 years old. There's no difference. And the, the most heartbreaking part is we've had the cure all along. Mm. If we were talking to kids about their bodies and boundaries and, and yeah. to what Joanna was saying, like not about your, your outside beauty, but your worth as an individual that trust your gut. If something doesn't feel good, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if it doesn't, wouldn't feel good to someone else, you go and tell, you say no. And if as adults, we were willing to sit in the discomfort so that we can create a space where anyone who is in that situation can come to us and know there's not gonna be judgment, there's not gonna be any sort of like backlash or are you sure, then there's nowhere for a perpetrator to hide.
0: Mm, Yeah, that's so powerful. Honestly, this was not what we expected. So that's what I love about doing lives. And I'm telling you, my heart for this has been so full lately to share this information. I just feel that's definitely where God wants it to go. And I'm glad that y'all here today. And Joanna, I mean, I want to bring Brian back on. Obviously, we am here to honor Brian for his show on Saturday. Um, I think there's a perspective there to share as well. Uh, Brian, you've been listening uh, to what's been what's been happening here with what we've been talking about. I think he's still there.
3: You're muted. I'm here. I'm sorry, I just was muted. Yeah. Okay. And I'm. So, I'm so um, proud of you for sharing that. Uh, You know, the things that you were talking about, I was sitting behind the scenes here nodding because I know Nancy's story and I'm so proud of her. And for you to be voices on behalf of others that don't feel they have one, or maybe sitting back and going, this is normal, isn't it? Um, And, you know, in sharing those stories, helping others feel like they're not alone. And uh, knowing that you're inspiring so many just by standing up and by, you know, voicing your vibe, by sharing your story and sharing you and getting real and raw and uh, knowing that it's not about you, it's about sharing you so that others can understand they're not alone. Because when you know you're not alone, it, it really changes the dynamic of the, of the thoughts in your head, of the conversations that take place, of the way you think of yourself, treat yourself. So, um, you know, I, 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 thank you for, for doing that. Um, and again, you are incredibly brave and courageous as well for stepping out from, like I said, behind the lens and, and sharing you. And, and I say that coming from someone who did the same, because I really talk about growing.
1: Oh, I can't hear him.
3: I think it's great. And Matt, I love that you're doing this naked series on clubhouse and it is such an important conversation to be had. And, uh, we all have imposter syndrome. I have it every day and you know, it's something real. It's something, uh, people don't talk about a lot. And I think it's really important because again, it levels the playing field and it lets, I think most people know. Out well, that, I think it could be
0: easily be something that people just kind of blow off as a, as a hashtag or, you know, people talk about authenticity all the time on LinkedIn. We heard authenticity for so long and, you know, it's true. But at some point everybody gets so numb to it. That it doesn't mean anything yeah. anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And I, that just, yeah. I'm sorry that pisses me off and this pisses me off in the sense of where people, <laughs> like you said something a minute ago, Brian, that is so freaking true, freaking hashtag freaking, <laughs> so freaking true is that, that it, it, bing, it becomes normal that people that's normal it's not normal it's not normal it's not normal to think that you're not as good or you're less than right it's none of that stuff is what it's supposed to be might have lost the s- screen there for a second um but what's important to know maybe we'll get them back here in a minute i don't know what happened there hmm. oh i think know what happened stinking zoom <laughs> as we'll keep the conversation going i think what's really important to remember is the fact that you know we're not alone we do have opportunities to share a thing with people. There are things that are so important to be able to let people know about, right? Um, but unless we, some folks just have to have the guts to say it and do it and finally just let it out, right? And that's that's what you're doing, that's what I'm doing too. And I appreciate that about you for sure, uh, Joanna, and the, the opportunities that we have, oh, they're jumping back in, the opportunities that we have for people to be, able, um, be a part of that. I'm bringing him back in here stumble across a couple of my words, but uh, give me just a second. Here comes Nancy and here comes Brian back to the show. Yeah, that whole wonderful Zoom thing, it, it ran out of time. I was like, what wow. the heck? What the heck? So, uh, oh, hey, you man, gonna... oh, you know oh. what's going to happen? No, go ahead. I I, uh, I think the problem here is that, um, let me see if I can't uh, do one more thing because we came in a different way. Joanna, what do you think about, about that? While I'm looking for this here real quick, what do you think about this scenario when people are um, they wrestle with finally saying something or doing something about it.
1: Well, I really liked what Brian said because what I'm aware of now is that I was trying not to tell my stories because I thought it was going to be about me. And now I know it's it's about helping somebody else so that they can feel like the air is let out of the tires. And then I feel better. But I, I didn't want to do it because I thought it was going to be... um boastful and like look at me and here's my story and once that changed uh what was the question you asked again like what
0: when you get to that point when it's so so hard to be able to you're going through that stuff and it's like normal but it's not really normal it's a situation where you have to have the guts to finally say something and do it
1: that's an interesting one because for me It was getting out of the cliche, Matt. Like you said, there's so many things and it's like, it's not working anymore. I've done Tony Robbins. I've done this. And it's like, it worked for so long. And then I hit a a ceiling and there was no more possibilities. And until I looked for more possibilities and changed things up, then I was able to go, you know what? This is not working. I'm going to choose something different. And here's the thing, Matt, I didn't know that I had choice. Until I realized this, Joanna, you created this life. You can choose differently. Everything is a choice. But I thought everything was happening to me. And I was just on defense mode. And as soon as I started to choose and know that I had the power, Matt, I have the power, then things changed. But I was allowing everything else to have the power over me. And that's That's what it was for me.
0: Yeah, that makes a big difference. And I know you can still hear me, Brian and, and Nancy back there. I'm trying to get you back up on the screen here. <laughs> it's horrible. We're going through some. I, some I see your
1: face all <laughs> big man. <of laughs> I know, I'm
0: like, oh, God, but I'm trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to do my best. But uh, Brian's totally in with what you're saying. So is Nancy. I just got to get him back up on the stinking screen. All right. So I think that's what I really want to talk about while we're waiting for me to figure out how to get him back on the screen. Oh, I know what I need to do, guys. While we do this temporarily, we only got a few minutes left on the show. I'm gonna back you out, jump back in, cause I got to bring you back in through the browser. That was a problem, we came we came back in through the wrong way. All right, so I know what I did wrong. It's all, it's all my fault, it's all me. All right, I'll fix that, be right, be right back. Thank you, thank you very much, folks, thank you very much. Hey, while I'm doing that, so idiot I wonder, do you happen to have that one video for tonight's show? The Let's Get Naked, cause I can pull this whole thing up while it's happening.
1: Yes. Oh, thank you. Live t- television. There you go.
0: I know. It's great.
2: It even happens to.
0: There's
1: a video. It was a cute oh, no. video, and then it said something about diarrhea, and it got my attention. It was funny. Oh,
0: it's it's, it's the right video, then. It's the right video.
1: <laughs> Great marketing. Thank you, thank you very much.
0: <laughs> it's the right video. Oh, did it end? I think I think we're getting everything back in the lineup here. Holy smokies!
1: And Matt, I All like right. the cartoon of your beard behind you. That is so cute.
0: Well, you know that that like really, that came from. That's from my book, from God's Got This. And uh, while I had stage four cancer, they're jumping back into the room. While I had stage four cancer, one of the things that I did was I, uh, I stopped I stopped uh, cutting my beard off. And I stopped cutting my beard off because one of the first things that happened when you're fighting cancer is you lose your hair, right? So when that started happening for me, I felt like the one thing I'm going to do is I am going to stop shaving, I'm going to grow my freaking beard to the floor if I can. And whenever, to the freaking, hashtag freaking floor, then when when I say it's over because I feel like I'm at the point where cancer is no longer in it, I'll make the choice when the haircuts off. And uh, I had my last brain surgery less than a year ago. And a few months ago, I got my first real clean scan. And that's when I chopped everything off and went back to the old baby beard that I have on right now.
1: And that surgery, where'd they go in? yeah I mean I've had
0: I've had multiple yeah. surgeries I had two brain surgeries back in my head which ah. is by your vision section. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling y'all up Brian and Nancy here we go. Yeah. Um, I had oh here they come here they So I had um, I had two brain surgeries. first one was I had a bleeding brain tumor and I had about 24 to 48 hours to live. so they did that emergency surgery and the second one was that I had... Uh, yeah. They didn't know if there was more cancer there or not, and I had so much scar tissue and cirrhosis—not uh, cirrhosis—I forget what it's called—but scar tissue back there in my head that it was going to be just as dangerous as the brain tumor. It would kill me, so they had to take that out again. And it's a brand new procedure they developed at Duke. And they used a laser, and because they only could operate on your brain so much in certain areas at the same time, otherwise I'd be like, I would—you know—be nothing, or I'd be dead. So uh, by the grace of God and by incredible, incredible surges at Duke, um, I am still here. I've had six tumors. Um, Let's see. I've had one, two, three, four, I think five surgeries, plus treatments, plus radiation treatments, plus trials. So I've been going through all that mess in my life for 10 years, Mm -hmm. and I was stage four from 2015 until recently 2020 and right now it's just kind of it's not remission we don't call it remission with this type of cancer but it's not doing anything right now hello kitty cat over there at nancy's house um and we're just really grateful to god that um that i'm here well most people are some people may not be but uh i'm grateful <laughs> to be here i'm glad to be here so i'm sorry guys we had a bunch of snap snafus i realized what happened zoom cut us off because we had that like your past 40 minute thing right it's so crazy But uh, we've all been through our junk, and Brian talked about some stuff great a little bit ago. One thing I love about Brian, uh, and Nancy, thank you so much for what you've been saying, because I, man, I just want to have you on my show tonight, too, to talk about that, because it's such a powerful thing. Uh, We'll talk about it later. Uh, Anytime, you're welcome to the show for Let's Get Naked, for sure, Uh, but tonight would be great. Um, But Brian, you know, the one thing you've been able to do for 150 of these shows is you are an incredible encourager of other people. I mean, you're you're an encouraging heart. I mean, you're passionate about encouraging. And, you know, I like to do fun stuff and crazy stuff too. And you just do whatever it takes to make people smile, to feel good about themselves. And you give people an opportunity through your success for them to, as you would say, voice voice your vibe voice their vibe right they get to share what's that so even on saturday on your celebration show you're bringing all these people on so they can shout out something about them or about something they're passionate about because that's what you're passionate about is helping others to be successful and to share their hearts right so brian i think that's 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 the amazing part about what you do man i appreciate you so much
3: i appreciate you brother and uh you are a gift and a blessing and a miracle and an amazing human being and you don't get enough light shined on you for all that you do behind the scenes to help so many people truly have no idea matt what you do and the uh, you give everything literally everything from your heart from your pocket from other people like so I, I, you know, I, I, can, there's not enough time in the show for me to talk about how incredible you are. Um, but we'll find another show for me to do that. Um, I, I do want to go back to something real quick that Joanna said, which is really important. And, you know, Joanna said when she realized that it wasn't about her, it was about sharing that story and knowing that by sharing the story, it was inspiring or helping other people. That was a quintessential moment for me too, Joanna, because. I am not, I hate talking about myself. And I, I was trying to figure out how. how is this, you know, I was sharing my story and I would go on a podcast and then somebody else would invite me to the show and said they wanted to hear the story. And I said, well, this is the ignorant me. Like, well, you can go listen to it on this person's show. I just told it, you know, the other day. And and, it, and it, they're like, okay, look, it's like going to a movie, right? Go to a, new, a movie premiere not everybody's showing up at the same premiere at the same time, or the same show, or the same road show for a premiere, or whatever. Different tribes, different vibes, whatever. I said, okay, that makes totally sense You're talking my language. So, you know, you, you keep showing up and sharing your story. And I, I, Joanna, I say this to you, I say it to Nancy, I say it to everyone. Don't ever stop showing up and sharing your story wherever you can, because you never know who's paying attention. You never know who's listening. You never know what one person you're going to impact by sharing your voice and your story and your heart. And that pain and that angst and that all of that, like that real and rawness, right? The authenticity, the real and rawness of you in that moment and how it's gonna impact somebody. Um, I, Matt knows it too. We've all talked about it because everyone has a an voice and everyone has a story that matters and the voice and story that can positively affect and impact another human being, being's life by showing up and sharing you because we all want to relate to one another. We never know what someone else is going through or growing through. And, and shifting through. So I just wanted to say that because I think it's really important. It's really easy for us to get in our own heads and kind of go, Nobody's gonna care about that or why should I talk about that? And and I will tell you, like my coming out on LinkedIn video for the very first time, which is my first video when we when we launched LinkedIn video in two thousand seventeen, was sharing that story and at that time it was about five million people. And I was scared to death to share it, not knowing what people were gonna say and how they were going to react and you know, because no one in the world of business knew about it. No one really knew anything about that. And you talk about your, tr- the
0: Tourette syndrome thing, thing, the Tourette syndrome story yes, you were sharing. About, yeah.
3: Yes. About, about Tourette's and about growing up, uh, you know, being a pound half miracle baby that wasn't supposed to live and getting bullied and dealing with adversity and all that stuff and being weird and different and not, not looking at that. It's a good thing. I just, to Joanna's point, I just wanted to blend in. I didn't want to stand out. I wanted to blend in and and so it took a long time for me to come out of that and recognize that it was a a gift a superpower and there's so many stories behind it we could talk about but it's not time today but the point is is that i realized that by sharing my story right about my journey was helping other people not because they went through what i went through but because they were going through their own stuff and my sharing that inspired them just like i was inspired by others to want to share my story as well so bringing it back you know my shows have nothing to do with me they have everything to do with you it has to do with with everyone else showing up and sharing giving them a a platform a place to to find their voice and to voice their vibe and to show up and to be them and uh you know yes we have fun and do wacky things and you know i i i want to bring that inner child out of people i want to i i love creating a space where I mean, Matt, you know, man, I'm a bringer together of people. And and I didn't have a love for people when I was growing up the way that I do today. I I didn't get people. I didn't get why people treated people the way they did because there was a lot of negativity and I didn't understand it. And that's why I got a degree in psychology, because I just wanted to better understand people. So I I create this space to be able to let people be themselves, to feel like they're in a safe space, Mm. to feel comfortable being uncomfortable, to have fun, to do social distancing, which was spawned during this pandemic because I didn't like the word social distancing, physical (laughs) distance, togetherness. and uh, You know, and, and, and so, and it's awesome. You guys, it's awesome. We have people that come on the show depressed, people that have come on the show in quarantine, people that have come on the show with COVID talking about how they're feeling and they walk away saying, thank you. I feel so much better. I got to laugh. I got to smile. I got to dance. I got to feel better and not think about this crazy world that we've been living in for the last year and just be in the moment and, and walk away better and uplifted and happier. And that is my gift, I guess you could say, is you know I, I wanted to find a way. I, I was trying to figure out how I could stand up and help in a time where we're all falling apart. Because I have fallen apart many times in this pandemic, yeah. and I've shared that because we're all growing through that, right? And it's okay to not be okay. But I want to give people a place to understand it's okay to not be okay, a place to understand it's okay to be that kid that's inside of you that you forgot about, mm. a, a place to to laugh and have fun together and to feel like you're a part of something and, and a place
0: where you can freaking rock. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. Brian, thanks so much, bro. And tell you what, just before we get ready to get out of here, because we've taken so much time for everybody today, it's been so freaking. I keep saying it now, you got me going, to It's been so good. straight straight to you, girl. So Brian uh, and and Nancy, I'm gonna talk to you in a second, but Brian, real quick, one more plug about Saturday. Tell everybody one more time
3: yeah please it is shout out Saturday live it is episode 150 that's 150 weeks every week Uh, and we're gonna do something that's never been done before on LinkedIn again I don't know if it's been done anywhere but 150 guests in four hours that is the allotted time you have to go live on LinkedIn we've been going live on LinkedIn every Saturday for four hours for the past month or so super excited about it so Come and join us, join us in the comments of the show. We're gonna have amazing guests sharing lots of great stuff, lots of love, uh, come and share your shout outs for people that have made a positive impact in your life. Share your favorite cartoon, favorite cereal. We're gonna have fun together. It's gonna to be <laughs> something you don't want to miss. We're making history on LinkedIn, so please
2: come
0: No doubt, that's right. So and if you wanna follow Brian, he's Brian Schulman on LinkedIn, so he's pretty easy to find. Uh, you saw his name here earlier, and when he goes live on LinkedIn, there'll be a notification where you can jump on there and join him live. Thank you so much, Brian. Nancy, how do folks get a hold of you, Nance?
2: Uh, well, LinkedIn is pretty safe and I have a bunch of letters after my name. I don't know if there are more than one of Nancy Barrows, but I've got a bunch of letters after my name, so that's me. Um, and, you know, I'm not on social media. I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram and actually just got my own YouTube channel. So you can check out there and get my Yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. Like I, I am so thankful to people like Brian and you, Joanna, who have sort of paved the way in terms of, you know, first of all, making it all seem possible and making it all, um, amplify for those of us who are coming up after you. But yeah, so those are probably the two best places for now, but on LinkedIn, go ahead and connect with me. I would love it. Uh, just send a little note that this is where you saw me so that I know and, and yeah, really. I mean, Joanna and, and you too, Matt. I want to know where to find the
0: podcast. I want to hear more about the clubhouse. Heck yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and Nancy, if you can hang out in the Zoom room for till right after the show and come back, have you, got, have you got a minute to hang out there so I can talk to you afterwards?
2: Yeah, of course.
3: Thank okay, you. great, great. Don't yeah. go
0: anywhere yet. Brian, be hang sure. out.
3: Yeah, be sure, by the way, there is an event on my channel on LinkedIn. Go and hit the remind me button. You'll get a mm-hmm. notification starts and start
0: blowing up yeah no <laughs> doubt fantastic <laughs> there you go ilio's a drummer can you tell ilio loves those drums. he's amazing and back to our Bing! <laughs> joanna it's been a blast to have you here and i'm glad you got to meet brian and nancy today as well too joanna i just want to celebrate you and uh thank you for being a guest here today and having some fun as we're going back and forth and we got to talk about some things we didn't expect to talk about right what a blessing that's that it was fantastic yeah. I think that so many of your followers that follow you now will get so much out of what you shared earlier. I'm sure they know that side of your heart already. So it's just fantastic to have that opportunity there. So um, we are going to have available in all of the, uh, in the comment section will be a place where you can find Joanna. All of her links will be there. And uh, my wonderful friend, either in the background is going to be sure to make sure that happens for everybody. And uh, so Joanna, you're primarily, your your playground is probably more- Instagram. Um, Instagram.
1: Yeah. yeah, Joanna Vargas official. Please send me a DM. Love to hear from you.
0: She's she official. She's official on on Instagram. Yeah, I had to find her on LinkedIn, but I did. I found yeah. you.
1: Official found everywhere. You. Yeah, <laughs>
0: she's official. She's official. We are gonna make it a little more official now too. So uh, thank you so much. So before everybody goes, I want to do one quick opportunity. There's a chance for us to find a place to download. Uh, any of you can pull that up, and then we'll also show you. Um, there it is right there. So you can download Matt Chat Live now. If you're looking for the audio version, you can go to any podcast platform. Just look for Matt Crump and a Hope Revealed. And all of the stuff that's in the Hope Revealed network is available. That's all of our shows, which is stuff like Matt Chat Live, um, Hope Revealed, Flight School with me and my great friend Bill Dolan. Um, then on Clubhouse, we have Let's Get Naked. And we also have Cancer F.U., Cancer Fighters United. Yeah, so you were thinking something else. And yet it's supposed to go both ways, too. All right. So uh, and then we've got God's got this stories. And of course, I've been through a lot of battles in my life with drugs and alcohol, cancer, um, <laughs> faced up through war when I was in the military. And I've got lots of stories to share. But I, I share the stories of other people that have been through some traumatic, traumatic moments in their lives and what they were doing for their faith and their hope during those moments. And unfortunately, there's many people that are God's got this stories that are no longer with us. But what they do have is they've left a voice for legacy on that show. And if you want to hear what legacy sounds like and what some people were trying to say when they knew they were getting ready to exit this planet, check out my uh, my YouTube channel and you can go to the God's Got the Stories for that. And uh, I've got more of those shows coming here soon. So thank you for that, too. And Idio um, I want to say shout out to idio. Elio is amazing. I don't know if he's got a chance to come on screen or not yet, because everybody else is here. But um, Elio, you have been. There he is. There's Elio. He has been. Uh, he's got a soul patch. He has been running like crazy. He yanked out all of his hair during the show. He's like, oh, my Lord, man, what are you doing to me? So uh, we're, we're learning. We're learning. Uh, thank you, Brian. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Joanna, so much for being here today at Matt Chat Live. Love you all so much. And uh, again, don't forget, y'all. Brian's show on Saturday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern time. Let's go to LinkedIn. Easy, super easy to find. Brian Schulman. There's an event page to remind yourself. And tonight, coming up in uh, in one hour, I'll be on for the next three hours or so, or probably. On Clubhouse for Let's Get Naked, where we're gonna take it all off. We're gonna lay all those things aside and we're gonna shed all those problems, all those pains, and we're gonna expose some things in life that you might have been afraid to expose. And guess what? Everybody else in the room's been through the same same stuff. And you got friends, right, Joanna? Yep.
2: Yep. We're here. Joanna- it away.
0: That's good, girl. Good Girl, girl. Janet, if there's one thing you tell everybody today before we leave out of the show, what's that one thing you'd like to share with folks today?
1: Me? Me? Yeah. Okay, that you always have choice. Don't buy the lie that you don't have a choice. Make a choice, take action, and if you want something different, choose something different.
0: Mm, so good. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for coming to another episode of Matt Chat Live. We'll be back again, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise next Wednesday, 5 p.m. Eastern. We'll be right back here, same Matt time, same Matt channel for Matt Chat Live. God bless y'all. Thanks so much for being here today.
2: Bye.